Well, welcome back, everybody, to episode 19 of the Northside Christian Church Care Team podcast for January 21st. And uh, just excited to have everybody here today uh, doing something a little bit different. We've got a guest uh, speaker today, guest yeah. uh, guest uh, conversationalist today, uh, coming in to talk about anger and anger management. And Tommy, take it away. All right. Well, first of all, I, w- I want to introduce our guest, uh, Justin. Uh, and uh, so, Justin, just tell us a little about yourself. Uh, tell us, you know, uh, where, where you where you work at, uh, where you're located, where people can find you. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll stop talking. <laughs> Man, I was I was wondering if I was gonna get like one of those. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. You guys, are, you guys are too kind. You're too kind. Uh, my name is Justin Campbell, and I am a therapist at Might LLC. So that is my own uh, company. Uh, that I have. And that's actually an acronym that just stands for men or women in God's hands transform. So even though I know that sounds uh, Christian based and it is, uh, I I do do therapy. That is horrible English, by the way, never say do do. Uh, (laughs) I do therapy um, with anybody. So you do not have to be a Christian. And I do get that question because if you look on psychology today, it does say my specialty is Christian therapy, mm-hmm. but I did that because what I found when I was doing my master's is there's not a lot of Christian therapists out there beyond maybe trying to go to your pastor. And we understand that that's just a little bit different level um, mm-hmm. from what they're taught in pastoral to actually be being a mental health therapist. Yeah. Uh, so I graduated from IUS with my master's there. Um, other than that, I've written two books. I'm an author. Uh, so it's called the first book was called the new complete you life between the lines. And the second book is called the new complete you, the program transformation that leads to a more productive life. Awesome. So, uh, I, sometimes I do speaking, uh, public speaking as well. Uh, and like I said, if you do need uh, a therapist, you can uh, locate me through my website, mightllc.com. Uh, you can always go there and there's a tab that is actually called counseling uh, that you can uh, get a, get a hold of me to set up a appointment as well as my phone number is on there as well. Awesome. I just want to say how much we appreciate having you as a partner. Um, those of you who maybe aren't familiar with Northside Christian Church, uh, we do some in-house uh, coaching and uh, counseling, but oftentimes it's outside the scope of what the church can or should be doing. And we're so grateful to have uh, yep. providers like Justin in the community that we can partner with. And even more excited that uh, when we reached out to Justin that he was like, yeah, I'd love to come and, and do something and talk on the podcast. So we're, we're just excited to have you here today, man. Yeah. So, uh, so as all of our podcasts, we always try to have, you know, we don't really know what the the best name for it is. We just call it a soft start. Uh, and so there's a game we play, uh, from time to time, uh, and we try to mix it up and it's called either, neither, or both. So I'll ask you a question, uh, and you have to guess if, if, if this is true for either of us, neither of us, or both of us. Oh, I saw that going a different way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. I, actually, I actually like this game a little bit better than where I thought it was okay. going. Okay. And, and the goal is to try to get at least three out of five. Yeah. But if, if you don't get three out of five, it's okay. Cool. Uh, we're still gonna have you back, or at least invite you back. Uh, but uh, it'll give you it'll give you a lot of bragging rights. So. All righty. Okay. So the first question is either, neither, or both. Uh, do we do we either, neither, or both have all girls for our children? I'm gonna go with. Either. Either. Nope. Sorry, I have two boys. Three boys. So. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay. All right. That's, all right. That's, all right. That's a hard one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, second question is, uh, either, neither, or both, born in Indiana. 
See, this is with those things that plays mind games on you. Because the first one was neither. Now I'm kind of, would he put another neither there? Or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost for sure one of you were not born in Indiana. But, and that's because we did have a conversation yeah, already. Yeah. So that makes the problem is I don't know now if it's both or either. I'm going to say, and the question was, were you born in Indiana? I'm going to say, let's just go with the first guess. I'm going to go with either. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a point. That, that, yeah. That's a point. That's one. Per, yeah. So here, Tommy, we'll, uh, Tommy was born here. I was born in Urbana, Illinois. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Awesome. I remember you talking. I knew you weren't because you were talking about all the experience you yeah. had done with youth and different yeah. people. Right, so right. I got a good memory sometimes. That's awesome. good, man. Awesome. Good for you. Okay. So uh, either, neither, or both of us choose Michael Jordan over LeBron James. I'm going to be very upset <laughs> if it's not what I'm going to say. <laughs> But you said Michael Jordan over LeBron James, right? Yeah. I hope it's both. It is both. Yes. All right. We were actually going to have to cancel the broadcast and have a whole nother discussion. That's awesome. All right. Okay. Uh, so that's two. Man, you, you're one away. All yeah. Right. Uh, all right. So so do you, uh, uh, actually, that question doesn't make any sense. I'm going to give another one. <laughs> That's an automatic yeah, uh, yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just all right. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, I can rephrase this. So, do either, neither, or both of us have a Dodge Grand Caravan? Mm. Mm. What did I see in the parking lot? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say neither. Ooh, I do have a Dodge. Actually, we both, we both do. do. Yeah, we both do. Mine has all the crazy <laughs> stickers all over it, so that's yeah. how you know it's mine. That's okay. You got you got you got one. You got one I probably left. should have at least said either because you both have so many kids. I probably <laughs> yeah, we we definitely need. Yeah. All right. The last question is: uh, uh, either, neither, or both lived in Alaska. That's so random. <laughs> that one of you had to have lived in Alaska. I'm going to go with. Well, you know what though. That's so random. <laughs> it could be both. Um, Tommy has too much fun with this, Justin. Am I bluffing? So, am, I, am I double bluffing? I know, right? Bluffing? And I play Texas Hold'em. This is bad. <laughs> um, so it's it has either one of you ever lived there? Either, neither, or both. Okay. Um, you know what? This is the last one I needed to win. I'm going to go with neither. He wins yeah. the game! You're the champ. Yeah. Three you didn't five. like the code, even though you were from Illinois. I, I just knew it had to be that. Awesome. Well, uh, well, we just want to dive in today, and again, we we just want to have fun and have have a soft start. And uh, again, uh, you know, we're just so we're just so thankful you're here. So awesome job. You know, so if uh, if you see Justin, just you know, give him a high five for getting three out of five. So that's awesome. Uh, but Justin, uh, as we lead in today, and as we talked today about uh, how can we connect people. Uh, you know, with Christ-centered healing as they're navigating anger management, what what, what are what are some of the, you know, the the, the must-haves? What are some key takeaways? What are some things they can do? Um, I think first off is just acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times, uh, especially as Christians, we come to church, mm-hmm. maybe even come to Wednesday Bible study. Maybe there's a group you guys have that is for men or women, married couples, singles, whatever it may be. And so you're getting all of this word poured into you. And sometimes it's just that simple struggle of, okay, if I'm getting all this word, I know the Holy Spirit lives in me. Why am I struggling? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I know I've been set free. Why am I struggling? And usually what I try to tell people, it's not that the word is not working. It's that 
you've got to deal with so many things that you grew up with, that experiences you have that you probably don't even realize has impacted you. Mm -hmm. And now when you come to Christ, right, you are set free. Who he sets free is free indeed. Mm -hmm. Yet, if you just suppress all the things that have happened to you, and, and here's what I hear a lot of times, especially people, you know, probably over 35 or 40, Oh, I've, I've dealt with that. I'm good. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need yeah. to worry about that anymore. And what people don't realize sometimes is that has impacted your attitude, your behavior. And, and here's what I try to tell people. It's in your subconscious. When things get in your subconscious, we've got to make them get to the conscious so we can deal with them. That's because good. when it becomes in your subconscious, you just automatically do it. It's a second nature thing. And you don't mm -hmm. even realize you're doing it sometimes. And so really for me with Christians is just getting to the place of acceptance, knowing that just as God has put doctors and people uh, here to, to help, uh, he's also put mental health therapists here to help you so that the, uh, the word that you are getting, you can really walk it out, mm -hmm. but walk it out understanding what it means. And, yeah. and, and then, and that's what I tell people, it's so powerful when I get to work with Christians in therapy, mm -hmm. because when they, they all of a sudden understand that experience, then we connect the word with it. It's like 4th of July. It's like fireworks. <laughs> like, it's that aha moment goes yeah, off. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think about the uh, prodigal son in the pig pen. He's like, what am I doing here? Right. Like <laughs> I got a father, but you know, but sometimes you got to hit mm -hmm. bottom before you realize, right. yeah. you know, right. what it is you have. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you, um, and, and our audience knows that I've, I've got a counseling background and did that for several years before I became a full-time pastor. And, um, I think there's a lot of confusion for people, uh, and what, what it is to quote unquote manage anger. And one of the things that I saw in my time as a counselor was that sometimes anger management would end up being anger suppression, that, that there weren't really, and you mentioned this already a little bit in, in actually bringing it up and dealing with it. So what is the difference between managing anger or stuffing our anger? Yeah. Uh, so that's good. So first and for, foremost, it's important to understand that anger is an emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, I think so many times we kind of uh, get the anger uh, confused at what it is like as, oh, my God, I can't be angry. No, mm -hmm. you can be angry. It's an emotion. You know, Christ made us uh, with emotions. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have these emotions. But the key is, as you just said, how do I manage it? Right. Yeah. How do I not suppress it? But how do I realize uh, how to not respond to the emotion. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the, the biggest keys. I, one thing I tell people, we, I have a, it's an iceberg and, and most people know the iceberg effect. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, there's, yeah. you know, you, you can see what's on top, but what you don't realize is that iceberg goes way deeper than the water. <laughs> yeah. And so that's how I, uh, start off with people when I'm dealing with anger. It's the first assignment I give them. It's an iceberg. And what you see on top of the surface is anger. Mm -hmm. But what you see beneath that service, uh, the surface may be loneliness, maybe shame, maybe stress, maybe insecurity, maybe disappointment. Mm -hmm. Those are the things, maybe embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that really, as I call it, a trigger that triggers the anger, that triggers that emotion. Mm -hmm. So the key is, um, and a lot of, whether it's a married person or you're a single person, but a lot of times it's those experiences that we've had when we were young that, well, when mom or dad did this to me, I felt disappointed or I felt insecure or I felt um, 
isolated. Yeah. So now in my marriage or when this coworker does something to me, it brings up that same exact mm-hmm. Feeling. Yeah. Yep, it's good. Now that feeling activates this anger, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with the person as much as it does with the trigger. Yeah. And so when we can deal with that, now we're able, A, to understand where it comes from, talk about that in therapy, then we're able to give you new coping skills mm-hmm. to manage uh, the anger. Yeah, that's great. Nice. Well, and one thing I, I like what you said, and I, I know Tom, I've heard you say it uh, as well, is is it, it's really hard to to get to a place where to start the healing process, to, to, to really begin healing until we fully understand how desperately we need God. I, I'm really thankful you brought that up. The, the one question I had too is, uh, Oftentimes when we're counseling folks, uh, whether it be a group or a couple or an individual, I liked one thing you said there. I liked a lot of what you said, but one thing that really stuck with me is helping someone realize um, that, first of all, that, like that, that idea of acceptance, you know, like, first of all, realize like this, you may not see this, but everyone around you sees this. So how, how do you best help people get to that point? Honestly, it's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so many times we're in denial. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people look at the stages of grief, and and I am actually a person. I don't necessarily believe that every person goes through all five stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, some people will swear up and down that you have to go through all of them to get to acceptance. Yeah. But I think everybody, every person is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not always going to go through all of them, yeah. but I also tell people loss is loss. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you look at those stages of grief, you know, denial, um, you know, acceptance, um, uh, blaming a lot of times what happens is, uh, and it's sometimes the same with just anything. Sometimes we, we ask the question, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Or as Christians, right? Because we're so saved and sanctified, <laughs> how is this happening to me? Like this couldn't happen to me. Like, you know what I do? I do this and I'm in this leadership Mm -hmm. role. And, but we forget you're human, Mm -hmm. right? All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Absolutely. And so that's it. So the problem is when we start to think, uh, when we get this pride complex, when we start to think that, uh, we, it can't happen to me, Mm -hmm. that's when we fall. Right. And so it's, it's understanding to be humble and to continue to, uh, go to God, Mm -hmm. to continue to deny yourself daily, Mm -hmm. to die daily. And so, uh, really it's just a conversation. And and as you talk to people, the funny thing is when you start asking questions, you know, I I, I tell people all the time, this isn't the old days. You're not going to lay on the couch. I'm not going to give you all the answers. Uh, I tell people the best example I can give is if you've ever gone to Chicago, L.A., somewhere, mm-hmm. took a, a tour, you know, you're the, you're the bus driver, uh, so you already really know where we're going. I'm just, the, I'm just the lady or guy on the bus who's giving you all the hist- historical parts of it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so good. that's what I, I tell like people, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, uh, and that's what I'm going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. You got questions. I'm going to help you from the expertise that I have. But really, uh, you're here, and I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And what you end mm-hmm. up finding out by just asking questions. I think about Jesus. Look at mm-hmm. a lot. Of, when you look at Jesus through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, some of his best responses to people were questions. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. And they'd be like, uh, 
<laughs> right? He, and, and he would know their heart. They yeah, sometimes yeah. wouldn't have to say anything. Yeah. When we ask questions, it gets people talking. Yeah. When people start talking, they don't realize it. Then they're like, oh, man, wow, I, I see how that connects with what my sister did to me when I was younger. Yeah. And so it's really just talking. And as you keep talking, um, and, and sometimes those first couple sessions can be tough. Uh, but as we just keep talking, then what happens is, uh, honestly, people just start start seeing connections. They start, uh, you know, opening up. And mm-hmm. then, uh, of course, like anything, they build that rapport. They build yeah. that trust. Let me let me circle back to something you said a little bit ago that I thought was really important, and that is, you were you were talking about when people come to Christ when they. Um, and, and, and I want to say it may not even be just people who are just coming to Christ. It may be people who have been following Christ for a long time, know that they have an anger problem, have known it, maybe have prayed about it for years, uh, and are still suffering. And that stigma around that, you know, I, I, there's a, I, I won't mention him by name, uh, so I don't throw him under the bus, but there's a theologian I like, but I do have to disagree with a few things that he says. And one of the things he says, because I don't think this is biblically sound, is he says that we leave anger to somebody who can handle it like Jesus. Well, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said to us, be angry and sin not. And I, when I hear you talking, Justin, I really appreciate all of what you have said. And what I hear you really saying is, let me help you as a therapist learn to be angry and sin not. You're, you're not going to rise above the level of human, and therefore you're not going to rise above the level of being angry. It's not about your anger. It's about what you do with your anger. So as... As people are listening to this podcast, some in their car, some in the morning, maybe over their breakfast, or some maybe in the evening, what I what I know that they're listening for, and what I what I would love to hear from you is, if 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 a person is sitting there and they know that anger is a problem, it's been a problem. What are what are some immediate things that they can do? Some actions they can take where they can be angry and sin not? What are some coping mechanisms? What are some coping skills? And I know this is not a therapy session, and I know that there, we could talk for hours about this, but if we could just give a couple takeaways to our folks, what would you tell them? Okay, so that was a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first let me do this. Let me give you a definition just a little bit here. Yeah. Um, By defining anger as the emotion of self-preservation of your worth, needs, and convictions, it is easier to detect your moments of vulnerability to it. I'm going to say that again. Yeah. By defining anger as the emotion of self-preservation, because, right, Mm -hmm. we all want our rep and how we, you know, look and perceive our self-preservation of your worth, needs, and convictions, it is easier to detect your moments of vulnerability to it. This is where you must relinquish your craving for control in exchange for freedom and live in humility rather than self-preoccupied pride. So it's really that humbling of self. Mm -hmm. It's really... How do I say, hey, this is a problem, but as you just said, everybody's going to have it. Some people just already know how to manage it. So one thing I would say uh, quickly is, A, you got to know warning signs. Mm -hmm. So what I have, uh, the next thing I sometimes give people is a thermometer. And, you know, you're driving right now, but you can get home and just get a paper and get a thermometer. uh, And you just draw a tube, you know, like a thermometer would go up. Mm -hmm. And you, 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 um you put it one through 10. So at one, this is what I'm like. Mm-hmm. I'm calm, whatever. At 10, oh, I'm yelling. I'm 
Then you got to put the warning signs, though, in between there. That's important because if I know that I start to sweat, I pace, I face turns red, I, like I clench my fist, I feel hot, I become aggressive, I cry, whatever your warning signs are, then that lets you know, hey, I need to, I need to throw a coping skill right here. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing is, A, knowing your warning signs. And we all have them. Uh, you don't just have a warning sign when you start yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. There was something that you started doing before then, whether it's pacing or whatever it is. Uh, you start, you know, some people's feet start shaking or their legs start shaking. So the key is know your warning sign. Next is, is kind of what you were saying is then you've got to have some coping skills. And these are things you actually have to practice. So I need to make sure you listening know that. Mm-hmm. It's like I, the best example I give you is we all didn't like the fire drill at school. Um, and we really didn't like it during the winter time where, okay, look, we know there's not a fire. Why are we doing this? I got to get my coat. I got to, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you, if, and once you got to high school, right, you didn't, if that was in your locker, it was over for you. You no, didn't have yeah, time to get a right. coat. In elementary you did, but not when you yeah. got to the upper classes. <laughs> so the key is, but we did those because when you did have a fire, you better know how to exit the building. Yeah. yeah. The same thing is with coping skills. If you do not practice them, as you're starting to get angry and you feel those warning signs, you won't automatically practice the coping skill sure. if you haven't already been practicing it before. Yeah. And that's where I see most people fail is mm-hmm. that, well, I tried that coping skill. Had you been practicing it before you got angry? Because, see, again, that's an automatic yeah. thought. Yeah. It's an automatic thing. So mm-hmm. I've got to practice it so that when I do get angry and I start to see myself going up that thermometer, then I can implement it. And here's what I tell people. We will go through, uh, when we're in session, we will go through the coping skills. Mm -hmm. But I tell people, try it at least five times before you give up on it. Because I tell people, it's no different than your house. If If the power in your house turns off, what time does the clock go back to? Right. 12 yeah. right. default. Yeah. Well, what are our systems going to do? Well, if I used to drink or I used to do this, or I used to go mm-hmm. to the internet or whatever it is, that's your automatic default. So when you start to try to do a coping skill, your mind's like, we don't do this. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So you have to keep trying it and then you have to practice it so that when it does come up, you're able to implement make, that. Make the unfamiliar familiar. Yeah. I, had a good, I had a good friend that used to say it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. <laughs> right? We don't, we don't wait till the rains come. And I, that's yeah. what I hear I you like say. Yeah. I like I, that. I like that. I, I really love that you bring that up because that, that, that's something that um, I want to actually use that as we're talking to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know like one thing that I, I've told couples in the past, like if it's... Uh, uh, if, if you're having, you know, conflict and, and you're trying to like resolve conflict, go back to your healthy communication skills. And it's like, and at first they're like, well, this seems very mechanical. And I'm like, well, it's the same thing. Like I have a piano in my house and like, I, if I go down there and play it right now, it's like, okay, how do I play a C? And you know, it's like, I mean, <laughs> but, but if, you know, if, if you sit there and you go through it, then it's like, you can start to start, you know, putting chords together and it becomes more fluid. So as you were thinking about coming in, Justin, and, and I know Tommy and you were communicating about just kind of our format and what we do in our podcast, um, we're kind of getting toward the end of our time. Mm-hmm. And I want to give you an opportunity. If there was, you know, if God put a burden on your heart, man, if I only get to share one thing, or if the people yes. only have yep. one takeaway from what I say today, they remember one nugget of what I got. Give that to us, man. Knock one home for us. 
Oh, man, let's see. <laughs> I got to be like, uh, who is it, Barry Bonds? You know? <laughs> got to knock it out. We, man, you're taking right? us back. You're, you, uh, right? we, we, got, we had Jordan today. We got yeah, Barry yeah. Bonds. We're going, we're going, <laughs> hey, that's we're going retro today. Well, I, I will say that, that we have full trust and confidence that you're going to knock it out the park. <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, well, and one thing I think I, I, you know, I think we've already, you know, one thing I would have shared was that, that definition I just shared. Yeah. But, but I think in closing, I think one thing I want to, because you just talked about communication. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I think people have to understand, you know, one technique is called actually assertive anger. Mm -hmm. So for you all who may be driving and, you know, then you may listen to this later. This means you communicate your need while considering the needs and feelings of others. So this means you combine firmness with respectfulness when used appropriately and not for one's own selfish desires, which is also one reason why we get so angry. Yeah. Truth and love. Yes. We're always yeah. talking here, truth and love. That's, that's what we're here to say. That's yeah. it. Ephesians 4.15. So, yeah. That's it. And so the problem is when we're, sometimes we're trying to, again, goes back to that definition, when, our, when we feel like our needs are being threatened. Well, mm -hmm. now I'm focusing on my own selfish desires, but then when I communicate that, it's more of an aggressive anger, not an assertive anger. That's good. And so Man, that's, that's why that's really yeah. important. And, and communicating in an assertive way is so valuable because if we avoid or lash out aggressively, the thing we won't never comes to fruition. Therefore, we become dependent on substances, addictions, people, mm -hmm. etc. And right. so if I was going to close on something, it would probably be making sure people really do understand this difference between anger and aggression mm -hmm. um, because they confuse the two. Aggression is behavior that is intended to cause harm or injury to another person or damage to property. Mm -hmm. Aggression is a decision you make. This is why, as you understand the triggers and signs that start to build up your anger, you can manage it and choose a healthy coping technique. And so, you know, that's really uh, the thing I probably end with. And then making sure that those who are listening have a, a listening spirit of empathy. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the assertive that the person who is angry having assertive anger, but it's also so vital that that person who listens, listens with empathy, listens trying to put themselves in the other person's shoes. Because if the person listening doesn't do a great job, that's going to also continue to make everything spiral. Yeah. So I do think that's value. That's just a, a kind of a little extra two cents oh, there great. is that, you know, sometimes we do focus only on the person angry, but mm -hmm. the listener is just as invaluable, uh, is just as valuable. And, and anybody who is a business person out there understands communication is a two way street. You yep. know, you got to give feedback <laughs> or if you don't get the feedback, then you're not yeah. really having communication. Yeah. Absolutely. I really, I really love that idea that uh, the, the aggression piece, because again, Again, that's what we're doing with our anger is a choice or decision, man. I, I th again, if that's the only thing you take away from this, I think that's so important. Thank yep. you so much. Yeah. So Justin, we just want to say thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. We are so thankful to partner with you. Uh, I, I know that we can talk for hours and so hopefully, uh, you know, uh, I can, I can tell you, we, we want to have you back uh, as, as often as possible, uh, and it's our hope that you'll come back. And uh, and, and if you're listening, uh, we'll, we'll make sure we, we, we post the links and uh, and give you uh, Justin's connection information. I uh, want to help you get him connected. And then, uh, but uh, yeah. Don't forget uh, to, you know, to, to reach out, uh, you know, to, if there's something we can help out here at the church or get you guys connected, uh, we definitely want to help do that as well. So, uh, Tom, do you mind praying us out? I would love to. And just yeah. a reminder that prayer is primary. We pray first. 
uh, we pray always and we pray last, just that we want to cover everything mm-hmm. with prayer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're uh, listening, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but yeah. uh, join with me in prayer. <laughs> thank Heavenly- you, and thank you guys for having me. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, was, it was awesome. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for um, Justin, for his heart, for you, his heart for people, uh, just what he offers, that we get to partner with him, that we get to call him friend and brother. Um, Lord, thank you for this podcast and for everybody that tunes in. We just pray that it touches their lives, informs and renews their mind, Lord, uh, in your power and in your grace. Lord, go out with everybody that's listening. Um, Lord, I pray that um, all the wisdom that Justin has uh, shared with us today will have reverberations into families and communities. Uh, And Lord, we look forward to having him back. Thank you that we have this opportunity. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Well, uh, don't forget to join us every Thursday morning, 7 a.m., to catch this episode or others on Amazon Music, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or go to mynorthside.com slash care. Love you guys, and we'll catch you next week.